0: A house is made of wood and stone, but only love can make a home. Welcome to the Repco Light Home Improvement Show. Helping you make your home into one you'll love even more. On News Radio, Wood 1300 and 106.9 FM. Well, good morning, everybody. Happy Saturday. Haley, happy Saturday.
1: Happy Saturday, Dan. Are you
2: all ready for Thanksgiving? Coming up next week?
1: Yeah. Uh, I don't have to do all that much. Yeah. I'm not hosting it. But I like to make my own, like, mini Thanksgiving. I have a lot of fun.
2: Yes. Is it food-specific?
1: That's the big part I like part to of it. make my own turkey still. Okay. Like, most people, I think, dread making the turkey. Sounds complicated or something. Or it takes a lot of time. Yeah. I really like making a turkey.
2: All right. So you have big plans for that. Yeah. I wonder how everybody's going to do. Because we had, largely, last year off. Right? Isn't right. Isn't that how that all shook out? Yeah. So we're all coming in cold. It's true. Right? So we are going to help... Any of you who are a little nervous, you know, you've got the the butterflies in your stomach as you're heading into the big day, (laughs) you know, because we've got to deal with people we haven't seen now for ages, and who knows how it's going to go. Well, you put together some tips, holiday survival guide tips for hosts
1: and and guests.
2: guests. We're going to get to that in a little bit and help you through it. But right now, we wanted to jump right in to that, you know, I, I think it's a pretty standard tradition around here, it's pretty much around the country, favorite. the wishbone tradition, right? Yes. And you I said,
1: always participate in this. I always figure out a way. Hold cause... on. Pause. Okay.
2: You always participate in yes. this. I don't want you to breeze past that because I let you say that to me multiple times in, in pitching this topic, talking mm-hmm. about the wishbone and where it came from. And finally, I clued into the fact that you always participate. There is one wishbone. <laughs> Two people get to play this game. Haley, always,
1: how do you pull that off? Because not everyone cares about it as much as uh, I do. Okay. I'm the one that brings it up. Who wants to do the wishbone with me? Well,
2: she's already No one's going to fight
1: me. I yeah. mean.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think that's hilarious. I picture you elbowing your way past the small children and the elderly to if get to was the wishbone. If there's a kid,
1: I would uh-huh. obviously... Go against them. <laughs> <All right. laughs>
2: exactly. So the wishbone tradition. We all know about what that is, but since you're an expert, Haley, sketch out, you know, what it is now.
1: Okay. Well, you take the furcula, which is what it's really called.
2: The Furcula. That's yeah. fun to say.
1: <laughs> it's the flight stabilizing bone in a bird. Yeah. Any bird.
2: Without that, they can't even fly, right?
1: Right. It right. hangs off of them like a necktie yeah. and it's very fashionable. Yeah. <laughs> Right, <laughs> that's what we're breaking,
2: and what so that so, started, and we we two people grab it typically, yeah.
1: snap it, each one side. The person that gets the bigger half after it's broken, they're the lucky ones. They get to make a wish.
2: They get to make a wish. And Haley, do you win every year? No. Okay, so you don't. At least you don't win every year. Yeah. All right. You get to play every year. I play. You fair. don't always win. But let's talk about where that came from. And you pitched this idea, and at first I thought. Oh, another one of Haley's topics. No, I didn't. I, I knew it was going to be interesting. I didn't know it was going to be as big as it was, but it's really kind of fun.
1: Yes. Uh, I started doing a little bit of Googling because I was like, okay, well, where did this even start? Because it's kind of a strange thing, if you think about it, that yes. we have this tradition around breaking a bone right. and there's a wish involved. It turns out that it dates back to the ancient Etruscans. They were an ancient ancient. Italian civilization, Mm -hmm. and they really love chickens. Like, I love chickens. I think they're really cute, but they really love chickens. Yeah, they were really into them. (laughs) They
2: believed that they were oracles, able to predict the future. It was called rooster divination, and it worked like this. They would draw a circle in the ground and divide it into wedges that represented letters. Then they would scatter food over that circle. And then, this is important, an important Timely question was asked of the chicken who's being held just to the side, eyeing all that food on the ground. They'd ask something important. Is Vlad going to invade from the north or the south? Should we trade copper or iron? Right. Something important. And then they'd release the chicken. And then someone, a scribe, a chicken scribe.
1: Yeah, it was like an elderly person. In, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. They'd, ha- they'd have their little feather quill mm-hmm. and their parchment and they'd be writing down furiously all the little letters that the chicken packed. They were like a court stenographer. Yeah. Right? So they take down this message and there you go. The future. They would know exactly what to do with copper or iron, where to brace for Vlad's imminent invasion.
1: But then they realized that chickens are really yummy too. Oh yeah. (laughs) They
2: don't just predict the future. They eat pretty good. And so they started munching them down. But fortunately, it was discovered that the chickens' mystifying powers continued after death in that furcula, the wishbone.
1: Except they didn't break it. They would actually stroke it kind of like a genie lamp and they would, you know, make their wish that way. Right. So they wouldn't get rid of them.
2: Right. They'd keep them. I remember reading that they would dry them out and they'd, you know, leave that at the end of the driveway, something like that. (laughs) The (laughs) The path leading up to their house. (laughs) (laughs) And all the people would walk by and they'd stroke the... The furcula, the, the wishbone, making wishes and stuff like that.
1: I don't know how I feel about other people uh. getting wishes off of my well-earned furcula. <laughs> Get your <fircula>. own
2: wishbone. <laughs> you were that old lady yelling out the window if you were back then. Anyway, so that's this old idea. Now, the idea that the wishbone had some sort of power was brought to England by the Romans, who got it from the Etruscans, like we mentioned. Mm-hmm. The first practice of wishbone divination in Britain that we actually know about goes back to 1455. And basically what that was is they used a wishbone, which they called a merry thought. Yeah. Yeah. The- It meant the same thing. They used that to divine weather on St. Martin's Day once.
1: But the practice of breaking the wishbone actually dates back to around the same time when two single people broke them.
2: And then the one who got the biggest half was going to be the first one to get married.
1: Was that really? Yeah,
2: that's what it was.
1: Whoa.
2: Yeah. Merry thoughts.
1: That's pretty serious wishbone stuff.
2: Yeah, it is. But that's where it all comes from. Well, from there, they brought it over to Plymouth Rock with the pilgrims. And according to the internet, which is never, ever, ever wrong. It's the perfect source. Yeah. The internet says that the pilgrims brought it over to Plymouth Rock and made it part of the very first Thanksgiving. So that's where we're at now. That's how we got to this custom. Now, Haley has, in the last little bit that we've got, some tips so that you can win the wishbone game. Because nothing is more important on Thanksgiving than winning <laughs> the wishbone game, right? That's
1: what it's all about, like beating really. Beating somebody else. Yeah, getting the wish. Uh, there are a couple of things that are supposed to help. Who knows if it really makes a difference, but supposedly if you hold up higher on the wishbone, you know, closer to that little crest.
2: So I might need a stool so I can get to <laughs> that right angle. Okay? Right, So I'm yeah. grabbing higher. Exactly. I got that.
1: Firm grasp. Oh. And then you really let the other person do a lot of the pulling, and then supposedly that helps you get the bigger half, they get the smaller piece, so you get the wish. So
2: wait a minute. The person working harder yeah. actually loses. Snaps. That does feel like life, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, there's all kinds of information out there about the wishbone and the history behind it. It's very interesting when you dig into it. We'll put some links in the show notes. You can check it out. All right. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to hit that survival guide for hosts and guests. That's all coming up in just a minute. Stick around.
0: Helping you turn your house into your dream home. This is the Repco Light Home Improvement Show. Presented by Benjamin Moore. On news radio, Wood 1300 and 106.9 FM.
2: And we're back. And Haley, you've been drinking pop. And you <laughs> you had that-
1: to do that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's not agreeing with you. You're struggling.
1: It was a bad idea as a radio host to be drinking pop in between.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think that's funny. So if you hear a lot of gurgling and guzzling and weird... Other sounds. That's just.
1: I'm a quiet burper, though. They're never allowed. I actually can't produce a loud burp.
2: Well, that's something we all (laughs) wanted to know. (laughs) Well, that's number one on your list of holiday survival tips, right? Burp control. Burp control. No, we probably won't be hitting that. You do have a list, though, of survival tips. And I think this is really fun and potentially funny. I don't know all of these. I'm going to kind of just... Learn about them as everybody at home is learning about them, and I will interact on behalf of the people, right? It's
1: kind of you, yeah. right?
2: I am going to jump in, challenge, You're the representative. question, yeah, exactly. But yeah, the whole idea is what? What is your idea with this segment?
1: Uh, to survive the holidays, okay.
2: <laughs> as a host and as a yes, guest, you got a two host different. First. All right, let's see what you got.
1: Plan ahead. I mean, that one seems very obvious. We always say that we're going to plan way ahead by every, you know. Thing we need for the meal way ahead, buy all the presents for Christmas way ahead. But every year, I ultimately am down to the wire.
2: All right. no, well, I think that's a really good one. Now, I know everybody needs to, to understand that we're not just talking about Thanksgiving in this yes. instance.
1: I think all these things can probably apply to both holidays. Or any holiday,
2: right? So planning (laughs) ahead could be talking about Christmas presents, things like that. Wrapping the presents as you get them, you know, that's I think really it's a huge stress. I know a lot of people that talk about wrapping presents till two or three in the morning. Right, it's
1: always the day before. You always get the presents and they sit there, and now you're wrapping up to the wire. And
2: I wrap and number and record on a spreadsheet, Uh, so I know. Yeah. It helps. No. Okay, so planning smart. ahead. That makes sense. What else you got for the host?
1: For the host, I think, you know, investing in the right kitchen tools can be really helpful. So having an Instapot or Instant Pot. Do you um, have one of those? I do.
2: Do you use it a lot?
1: I don't use it a lot, but I think it could be really helpful for Thanksgiving. My mom, two years in a row now, has made her Thanksgiving turkey in an in Instapot.
2: Is it dangerous for somebody like me? It's a pressure cooker, right?
1: It's a pressure cooker, Um.
2: Hmm. Oh, you're really thinking about that one.
1: As long as you follow the directions, it's fine.
2: Okay. So yeah. I'm going to pass on the Instant <laughs> But
1: there are other
2: things I can get, right?
1: Well, you really like the turkey pans, right? The ones the that- The roaster pans? Yeah, roaster the roaster ovens? Yeah, I those
2: think those speed are... it up too. Yeah, I mean, those you are you have great. options. Okay, so I'll do that because it's old school and I get it.
1: Yeah, but the point is you're saving time, right? These do- things don't have to take forever anymore. We have the technology.
2: <laughs> right. Might as well use it.
1: The other one is delegating, because I think I really struggle with this, so probably other people do too, is you take on all of the responsibility, and you need control over the various things, and so you take on too much, mm-hmm. and then you get stressed out for no reason. You're doing it to yourself.
2: Okay. So, so you, you would you... give
1: some of this stuff off to other people. You have to choose the right person, Okay. because not everyone's going to do it the way you would want it So what done. kind
2: of things are you handing off? Meal prep? Food prep? Yeah, are you talking about- meal
1: prep. Even setting the table. I mean, there are just a lot of little tasks that have to be done, and you can give those to other people.
2: I I see. I'm surprised that you have trouble delegating. Um, You you came here, took this position, (laughs) and you seem to have had no trouble delegating. Oh, I see. I'll get a list of what I'm doing Hmm. from time to time. and See, what that
1: means is that I trust you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're good at the political Uh end of things, too. All right. So it's a positive. It's a positive. All right. So I'm I'm going to delegate, but I've got to pick the right people that I can see is important.
1: Exactly. What
2: other things as a host?
1: Paper plates or plastic plates that you can reuse. But I think the point is saving on dishes. You don't have to have like your actual dish sets out.
2: Now, isn't that really crazy cheap, though? I mean, aren't you telling your guests that you just don't care enough about them? And no. Isn't...
1: I think it's extremely practical. People okay. are going to be like, wow. There's no cleanup after this. That that's is brilliant. true.
2: I, I do. That is something else where you've got clean. I mean, cleaning up for my five kids when, you know, when right get done with a meal is bad enough.
1: And then you've that, got like extended family oh over. Oh my goodness. That's like a whole two hours in the kitchen afterwards when you're supposed to be hanging out with your family. I mean, maybe that's an excuse for you to be is away it, from people, but I don't know. Is
2: it technically wrong to wash, rinse the paper plates and use them again?
1: The for paper the dessert. plates,
2: yes, to save money and to be paper. diligent, yes. No way you get the you're ones rinsing. with the wax coating. Oh, okay, that's not. The kids say that's too cheap. And yeah, that, I think I can't that's pushing
1: that. a level of.
2: Okay, so um, you're agreeing with my children. Mm-hmm. All right, so we'll just agree to disagree. Okay. All right.
1: (laughs) There are cute paper plates, though. I think if you really plan this one ahead, you can still get something that doesn't feel like you put no effort in.
2: All right, we're about halfway through the segment. Do you have any other for the host?
1: Yes. I think this is a really important one. Get people outside. I think everyone inside, especially when there's kids, it can get really hectic. Mm -hmm. If you steer people outside with an activity, it helps a lot. So, you know, you can even invest in, like, renting a propane heater if you're worried about people being comfortable out there. Get some hand warmers. You did
2: that for your um, open house, your housewarming, yes. Yeah. And that was really cool.
1: I think it helps a lot. And it gives people something to do other than watch TV, make it some together. I
2: think that's a great idea. I love the idea because a lot of us, you know, we're not used to having that many people in the house. Yes. I know my parents aren't when all the grandkids are there. It's loud, hot. Last year, I think what we ended up doing was getting together at a place where we could go walking.
1: Yeah, that's perfect. It was
2: great. Burned off a lot of energy. Anything else for the hosts?
1: In the same vein, There are a couple games that I saw that would be fun for kids during the fall. You can get uh, the little tiny pumpkins, put some X's and O's on them, and set up a giant tic-tac-toe board outside. That could be a quiet, fun game. And then also, this is really old school, but it's underrated, uh, Burlap Sack Race.
2: Oh man, I would have so many broken bones. (laughs) You've
1: seen me try to walk somewhere. That though, you know you'd it would, do it.
2: I know. I yes, I yeah. definitely would participate. I'd probably hurt a child in the in the contest, not Push on purpose. Yeah. but it would just be, you know, that competitive edge. All right, so guests.
1: Yes, as what do a you guest for us, the number one thing I think is have an exit strategy. Uh, (laughs) We all do better if we know when we're going to leave. If it's open-ended and we don't know when the end is, sometimes it can get really difficult. We stay past our own limit. We start getting grumpy, tired. You're driving home tired.
2: Well, you're even having that awkward conversation. Can we go home now? Right. No, you can't say that in front of people.
1: Right. Right? Exactly. So if we
2: establish a time for leaving, Mm -hmm. I can give it my best until that point. Yeah. And we've, we've... Eliminated all that ugly conversation that could happen. You
1: can endure anything if you know it's going to end. Right.
2: (laughs) I'm enduring this segment just fine.
1: So the other one is bring your own Tupperware. This sounds, I don't know, like maybe presumptuous. It does sound a little presumptuous. I'm not going to lie. But so I'm gonna my, with my sister-in-law own? does this, and I think that it's brilliant. She always brings her own Tupperware to Thanksgiving and Christmas. And I think it's really smart because after the meal's done, she's already filled up her Tupperware, and it's in the fridge ready for her to take home. Everyone else, at the very end, while they're trying to walk out the door, oh, you've got to take leftovers, and you've got to find the Tupperware that you can take with you. <laughs> and by and that point, up.
2: they are really leftovers because she's already taken the yes. first choice of the leftovers. <laughs> so if you want that first go round, bring your own Tupperware. You don't have to wait for anybody to get it out. Yeah, I really like I, that. It's,
1: it's pretty smart. And I'm sure
2: the host would appreciate that too. Right. I mean, it's not less sending... work for
1: them. You know, They don't have to try to divvy things up afterwards. It's already done.
2: It's so hard to get mom's permanent marker off of the bottom of all her oh Tupperware so it can become mine, right? <laughs> this way it stays mine because it was mine to begin with. Anything else for the guest?
1: Yes. I think this one really depends on the crowd, Mm -hmm. but I think playing an innocent prank can actually... Really help the holiday? Oh,
2: really? Like in what <laughs> you've regard? You gotta
1: choose the right person, but it could be like a really classic whoopee cushion prank. Oh, so, so something you know? highbrow? Yeah, is something what you're really thinking. highbrow. <laughs> you can get creative, but like everyone understands the whoopee cushion joke, and it's simple. It's fun I can't if believe... you do it right. Then everyone gets a kick out of it. It's a story for years. All right. And All right. You've really entertained everyone. At someone else's expense. <sighs> well,
2: thanks for classing <laughs> up the show, making everybody's Thanksgiving absolutely a five star experience. And
1: now with cell phones, I mean you can get sound effects involved. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right. Well, I never have thought of that. That is something I never would have thought of.
1: Okay, so one last one that I really like is if you're not a people person, be the photographer.
2: Now you're really looking at me on this one. <laughs> Are you suggesting no. that I'm not a people person? No.
1: Except I know that you're not. <laughs>
2: All right. So I need to get a camera.
1: I think this is really helpful because you're still involved, right? You're interacting with people, but you're at a distance and everyone appreciates that role because now there's evidence of the holiday. You know, we get to cherish these pictures and I don't know. It's just a way to interact at a distance and everyone appreciates it. Yeah, I like that.
2: We've got other things on your list. We'll throw the whole list in the show notes so everybody can check it out. Do you think?
1: Yeah, definitely.
2: All right. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, it's our classic, every year we do this, holiday gift recommendations from the Repco Light Home Improvement Show. They're the best. It's going to be really good. Everybody lives for this. And that's coming up just ahead. Stick around.
0: If you want to take your DIY skills up a rung, the Repco Light Home Improvement Show is here to give you a boost. On news radio, Wood 1300 and 106.9 FM. And we're back. And Haley, let's finish off
2: this holiday spectacular, this Special. extravaganza. Yeah. Right? Holiday extravaganza. Let's finish it off by giving out gift ideas. We just went through a holiday survival guide for hosts and guests. Now this it's time guide. to help everybody with their shopping and we've done this every year. This is our 5th one. This is your first one. This is
1: my first one.
2: So, you're and the rookie. Coming in hot. Yeah, you're coming in hot. <laughs> I never win. I always blow this and I just don't come up with great gifts.
1: Find this surprising.
2: I know. I am remarkably intelligent and creative, exactly. right? Exactly. Yeah, you you're very think.
1: creative. I think that you'd
2: be good at this. No, when it all boils down, I'm so practical, and mm. I don't like to spend money that it's just on fun, <laughs>
1: yeah. right? So you're cheap. That's I'm why cheap. you're not good yeah, at Yeah, exactly.
2: But anyway, we've amassed this pile of gifts. And I think we kind of push the boundaries, right? We're trying yeah. to come up with something unusual, yeah, creative. Because everybody can go and find whatever gifts you want. I mean, that, yeah, that's I mean easy Amazon
1: enough. is going to give you a million suggestions, right?
2: We've tried to make things that are a little more out there and you know less practical in that regard, but still fun, yes. right? So Haley has broken this list into a number of categories, and let's jump in with the first category. Haley's recommendation for a whole family gift.
1: My recommendation is something that I personally want. Uh, is a Fred Meyer Sculpture Garden membership. Okay, so membership that's a membership, one to... year membership. All right, and you can get in as many times as you want throughout the year. You get uh, access to member-only events, so things like artist talks. I've gone to one of those with someone that has a membership, and I really enjoyed it. It really changed my experience of art prize. And you also get discounts on classes, workshop, and the concerts that they have during the summer.
2: So all through the year, I can go right. as many times as I want.
1: As many times as you want. And you get 10% off of the gift shop as well.
2: All right. So it's a family membership? Yes. Yeah. So you what you can said? get
1: um, multiple types of memberships, but there's a family membership that includes two adults and kids under the age of 18. It's $90, which is a hot deal.
2: Do you know what it costs to go through just if you stop by?
1: I think it's around $30. All
2: right. like twenty. So that is a really good deal. Something around there.
1: Yeah. All right. And then for an extra $30, you can add on, essentially, guest passes. That's really cool. could bring a friend even.
2: Is it something that I order? How do I I go online and order this? Do I get something to give?
1: I think so. They have a button on their website that says it's a gift membership.
2: All right. All right. Well, that's very cool. All right, so you, you do well with that one. I don't know how many points you amass. Okay. It's yeah. going to be less than mine, <laughs> but still you did good for your first try. Let's hear it. My whole family experience or recommendation is an experience. It's a home theater experience. That is a good one. I always thought home theater was beyond my you know fiscal reach.
1: There are a lot of like inexpensive options. Well, out that's there now. the
2: thing that I finally clued into. I always wanted a home theater. You know, I love the idea of having a room that was specifically a theater sure. room and all these fun things. Yeah, and a great big expensive nice projector and all the great surround sound. The popcorn machine, right? All of that is what I had in my head. And practically speaking, I still would boil it down and think I can't afford. You know, I know I'm not going to have the popcorn machine. Sure. I know I'm not going to have the, the whole specific room. But I thought, even the projector, I can't get a good enough one. I'm gonna really it's not, not enjoy it. the experience, yeah. right. Well, I jumped in last year, bought an inexpensive projector that was really well-reviewed, a Yeaber, uh that was was the brand. I'll put a link in the show notes. It was really well-reviewed for under 300 bucks. I thought I'm gonna give it a try. Yeah. And I was blown away at the clarity of the image, how easy it was to set up. Is it quiet? Very quiet, super quiet. Cool. That was one of the things they talked about in the reviews. So I love the projector it was 285 and I got his pop up screen that was 70 bucks so basically, we take our back living room mm-hmm. and haul that screen out. Not tons of fun. I don't love hauling the yeah, screen the out. Yeah, the screen is. But they do have wall-mounted or ceiling-mounted screens that pull down that are also That's about what seventy I bucks. Want
1: is a pull-down screen. Yeah, it's always there that way. It's really easy to convert your living room into a home theater. It's, I think it's a good one.
2: I think it's a great gift. It's a fa- it, You know, if your family watches a lot of movies, don't put this off thinking that it's out of your reach. You can do the whole thing for easily under four hundred bucks. Right. And I went high on the projectors. You can buy cheaper projectors, yes. That's true. So that's my recommendation for a whole family gift.
1: All right. Points to Dan, on
2: to... plenty of them. Now <laughs> okay. let's move on to
1: Mine was not enough. <laughs> Yours was plenty. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta win.
2: What's your recommendation for kids? I'm gonna for do kids. teens, yeah, you're mine, doing kids.
1: Like I would say we're looking at around five years old. Um so I have a nephew that's really into dinosaurs this year. Yep. I think every kid goes through a dinosaur phase, for the most part. Mm -hmm. So hopefully this is helpful to other people. But I like to create worlds with my gifts for kids.
2: Like God? (laughs) (laughs) That's what it sounds like. Uh, Of course.
1: (laughs) Um, No, just like multiple aspects to the gift. So it feels like you're creating a pretend environment for them. All right. Okay. And for him, the way I'm doing that is getting him like a dinosaur safari kind of kit. So it comes with a backpack. He gets binoculars, uh, magnifying glass, a compass. uh, There's like a flashlight, a watch. It's a whole thing. And it's all dinosaur themed.
2: That's cool.
1: And then he also will get excavation eggs. They're like dinosaur eggs that are hardened. I think they're like sand.
2: Are these part of the same kit?
1: No, this is separate. Yeah, I should say that. So that exploration kit is around $20, okay. and then these eggs are around, I would say, 17 There are different types of kits. Some are really big eggs that you can get. Others are a bunch of smaller eggs. So what
2: is it? It's an egg that you said an excavation kit. Yeah, you get
1: little tools. So you've got to chip away at the egg, and then it reveals a dinosaur inside.
2: So it's like archaeology. Yeah, exactly. So you're like a little Indiana Jones. Yeah. Without the danger.
1: Right. I I'd probably be helping my kids really do that. Fun.
2: That seems like it would be fun. You get a little brush so you can. Yes. Oh. You do. That's super fun. All right. So that's about 30, 40 bucks for the whole thing. And that that puts that together. Okay. My present for the teens. I am going to recommend something called a mysterious package. All right. It's from the Mysterious Package Company. Okay. And what it is, we have not done this yet. I've got one on order and the kids know about it.
1: A mysterious package? It's a mysterious
2: package. It's basically, it's kind of like a game that comes to you in the mail. And the concept is you get three different packages, two different packages, one different package. Do depending they space on, them out? Well, yeah. It depends on what, what kit you buy, what okay. experience you buy. Got Some it. of them just have one mailing that comes to you. Some of them, the bigger ones, have multiple mailings. That's fun. And they space them out, from what I understand, and they come in an uncooperative crate. An so uncooperative I'm assuming,
1: yes. crate?
2: So we're going to get a crate, <laughs> and we're going to have to find our way to open it. Yeah. Okay. And once we've opened it, now we've got a bunch of pieces and artifacts and things that are in there, and the reviews okay. are phenomenal.
1: Yeah, you know, that people talk fun. about these
2: things that the the components that come in this. We've bought um, basically it's a treasure hunt experience. Cool. There's a story about a pirate from the 1800s, has a buried treasure, and now some new modern. You know, archaeologist or whatever, a treasure hunter, is finding some clues. And that's where we come in, where we're confronted with these clues. So we get a box with handwritten letters and different things like that. So we have to crack so open the crate. you're creating a world, too. We are. We crack open the crate, try to solve this part of the mystery, and then wait for the next crate to arrive. It's not inexpensive, but you can get cheap starter ones. Mm -hmm. Like I said, the reviews are great. It's incredibly unique. We have done a bunch of games as a family that are kind of similar to this. I think it's going to be a ton of fun. So if you're looking for something that's out there, a little bit interesting, a little bit unique, and could bring the family together a little bit. And then perhaps drive them apart as everybody's <laughs> fighting over who's going to figure out oh what. My gosh! Mysterious Package Company. Check that out. We'll put a link in the show notes. Cool. What do you have for the person who's hard to buy for?
1: Okay, this one takes a little bit of explaining. I don't know what they're called necessarily, but it's essentially you pick a country. Let's say Japan, Netherlands, Australia, America. Yeah, and that one's less exciting for what I'm gonna say. Oh, thanks Um, a lot, um, (laughs) Hayley. You get like their favorite snacks from that country in a kit. So like you get a whole box, and you get the candies that are the favorite the you know bag of chips that they're favorite. So if I pick Japan and stuff like that. Yeah.
2: I'm gonna get a box with some of Japan's favorite candy and snacks. And it's all food related.
1: It's all food related. And this is stuff that they've probably never had before. Everyone likes food and it's an experience. It's just a fun thing to try to figure out what is this even. Right. I can't can't even imagine the package.
2: They're not all gonna be great, right? We're not gonna probably love them all. So that could be really funny. Yeah. How much does that run?
1: Uh, They range in price, I would say, somewhere between $25 and $45. $25
2: and $45. And what's it called? Is there a name to it?
1: I would just look up, um, pick a country, Snack Pack.
2: All right, Snack Pack. They'll have one out there. That's my daughter's nickname. That's one of her (laughs) nicknames. (laughs) Snack Snack pack. Pack. Oh, she's, oh, man. You can't even have snacks in the house. She'll finish the whole box really fast.
1: I'm a snacker, too. Yeah. I get it.
2: I'm not a snacker. Anyway, okay. So my gift for somebody who's hard to buy for is an Audible subscription. I've talked about it before. I know that doesn't sound terribly exciting, but I think it's great. I got one back at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. And since then, I've listened through 27 different books.
1: Oh, wow. You've been way and more productive than I
2: have been really productive. And I've listened to things like Anna Karenina, yeah. uh, George Orwell's 1984, and Animal Farm. I've listened to three huge biographies, George Washington, Alexander Hamilton, Ulysses S. Grant, and then a bunch of fun stuff. You know, Harry Potter. We'll put that on at the table and we'll all sit around and doodle and draw or whatever, you know, yeah. coffee night. And we we'll listen to that, the kids and I. Of fun. We've gotten a lot of use out of it. I don't get through books on a regular basis like I used to. You know, I used to have a lot more time to read.
1: Well, now you can do it in the car, and yeah.
2: That's the thing I love about it. I can mow the lawn. It takes me 45 minutes or so to get the whole lawn mowed, and I can move through a bunch of chapters, and it doesn't make the work feel so bad. Or painting,
1: Mm -hmm. or
2: anything around the house. I really have had a lot of enjoyment with that. You can get a membership for 12 months for about 150 bucks. I'll put a link in the show notes. And what that will get somebody is the, the the subscription, but also 12 credits. They get a credit every month, and those credits can be turned in to pick whatever book they want. And then Audible has a plus catalog with all kinds of classics and books yeah. that are just free.
1: Interesting. That's where I yeah. picked
2: up Anna Karenina. So it's a really cool thing, definitely something to check out. If you want to give something, because this is a digital
1: gift, right?
2: Uh, you know, buy them some earbuds. There you go. And then, you know. Yeah, Make that's a perfect. A creative little card that explains what they got with that. So, anyway, an Audible subscription. Shall we take a break now?
1: I think so and come back and talk about and our last couple.
2: Exactly. We're going to do all that in just a minute. Stick around.
0: If you want to take your DIY skills up a rung, the Repco Lite Home Improvement Show is here to give you a boost. On News Radio, Wood 1300 and 106.9 FM. And we're
2: back, and we're working our way through our list of gift recommendations for the year. The 5th Annual RepcoLite Home Improvement Show Gift Recommendation. Extravaganza. Guide. Guide. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like the word extravaganza. You really it,
1: like that word today.
2: Yeah. I feel like I should be more dressed up and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, we should be
1: way more festive yeah. today if it's an extravaganza. <laughs> anyway, we we went through
2: half of our lists, and now we're going to finish off the list. Haley, you're up next with your attempt at a <laughs> oh, gift my, for okay. an adult, right? Just yes, a, generic a generic adult. adult.
1: Whatever that means. Yeah.
2: Some Um, bland, boring person. What would you buy that person?
1: Uh, I really like getting adults nostalgic gifts that they would have really loved to receive as a kid. Yeah. So maybe they didn't get it as a kid and they wanted it, or maybe they had it and You're love it again. You're completing
2: their childhood for them. Yes. That's very nice of you.
1: It is very nice of me. So I think most of us know someone that wanted or had a Red Ryder BB gun as a kid. The shoot your would, eye out gun? Yes, exactly. Okay. And they would probably love it just as much as an adult. They're still fun.
2: I can definitely imagine that. That's really cool. I had a similar gun. Yeah. And I almost did shoot my eye out.
1: Mom doesn't know
2: about this, so if she's listening, she's finding out for the first time. But yeah, little Danny sitting on the yard, I had a great big plastic soldier that I shot. Uh And I saw the BB leave the gun, and I saw it hit the guy and come flying back at me and hit me in the little fat, dangly part of my ear. Yeah.
1: You really did almost shoot your eye out. I really did.
2: <laughs> Ran around in circles on the yard thinking I'm going to be in so much trouble.
1: I pierced my ear. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's a good one. I like that. My gift for a generic adult, and I don't even have any idea how to give this gift. Mm-hmm. This is a problematic gift. Okay. It's good. But man, you're going to have to really negotiate this path. A membership to the gym.
1: Oh, yeah. It's like buying someone's soap.
2: (laughs) Well, it's like telling somebody, I find you offensive. Exactly. You're you're just not what I want. So why don't you go to the gym and improve yourself? Maybe this is something you give yourself.
1: Yeah, I think that's a good idea. I
2: have joked. I don't know how to explain this. I've thought about it a lot without... You know, I don't want to say too much. It's just I don't want to overdo it. Mm-hmm. But I do think, you know, I've made tons of jokes or, over the time, even since you've been here, about being a little chubby guy. Oh right? Right? I have. You do make that's, those jokes. You're I, not, though. Well, I've gone to the gym and I don't do crazy amounts of work at the no. gym. Just done a little bit of weightlifting and basically 15 minutes, 20 minutes, a half hour, a couple times a week.
1: Yeah, I haven't gone
2: full in. But I've seen changes And I've really been pleased with that. And I can't explain enough how much that's mattered to somebody who is as superficial and (laughs) self-focused as I am.
1: Well, it just makes you feel better, too. It increases happiness. And
2: that's what I'm trying to make a joke. You do feel better. If you ever feel bad about where you're at, Now, it's not going to make you taller, none of that's going to (laughs) happen, right? Or is there stuff? Is there things?
1: Like, a like stretching the beanstalk tables kind of or magic bean.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's not going to make me taller, but I do feel better about myself. And I think a gym membership, my son does this all the time. Yeah. And I, I talked to him about maybe I should just get some stuff for home. And he said, no, you got to get the membership because then you feel compelled to go. That is true. And the people there have been so much fun. I didn't expect that. I didn't think I would be taken in. As one of the group, I thought Mm -hmm. I'd be ostracized, as normally happens. Clearly not a gym person. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I think it's a lot of fun. Maybe something to try. You know, get yourself a three-month membership and just give it a try. Yeah. And if you can pull off a way to give it, well, more power to you. I like it. What do you got for a unique gift?
1: A unique gift for me is a float tank experience. And this is going to take a little bit of explaining. Um, I don't think most people probably know what that is.
2: I don't know what that is.
1: So, I actually received this as a gift myself years ago, and I would have never tried it had I not gotten it as a gift certificate. So, I really recommend it. I really enjoyed this experience. So, what it is is a picture of a bathtub that's its own room, basically. Is it clean? Yes. Okay. They filter the water after every person, but. You're in there and it's a sensory deprivation tank, essentially. So there's no light or sound that enters the tank once you've closed the door. And you're in water that's body temperature. That sounds
2: gross. Is it gross?
1: No, it's not gross. It's not gross. There's over half a ton of Epsom salt in the water. So you float. It's like floating in the Dead Sea. There's a ton of salt in there. Do you just lay on your back? you not float. Yeah. Lay on your back. In silence, in darkness, and you just have the most relaxing experience you'll ever have.
2: How long does it last?
1: 60 minutes. What if
2: you're claustrophobic? What is that word that I'm trying to say? (laughs) Claustrophobic?
1: You can leave the tank. I mean, if you get so uncomfortable that you just don't want to be in the quiet anymore, then you could just get up and leave. They're not going to yell at you. But- I think it's really relaxing, and it's supposed to be really good for people with chronic pain. Epsom salt is one of those things that helps relax the muscles. Right. So it's really good for you, too.
2: Is it stinky? I mean, stinky. Is there a smell to it? Is there? No, it's it doesn't just...
1: smell like anything. Um,
2: Where do you find something like that around here?
1: There is Float in Grand Rapids, P-H-L-O-T, and it's about $65 for a single float experience for someone. I have a great time with those. It's really relaxing. It's like a refreshing experience.
2: All right. Okay. That is incredibly unique. Yeah. You get big points for that. I
1: think I... That like tips me over the edge.
2: I don't think so. (laughs) Maybe. Probably. My unique gift in the little bit that we've got left is an escape room. I don't have to say too much about it. We talked about it on the show before. Those are very fun. We brought you to one. We did one with my daughter for her birthday. My kids came. Yeah. Haley tagged along. Thank God, (laughs)
1: cuz... (laughs)
2: <laughs> it was tons of fun, wasn't it? Yes. Basically, you're locked figuratively in a room. You're, you know, there's a whole bunch of puzzles to solve, and they're real things. You know, you've got locks that are real locks that you've got to figure out codes mm-hmm. for and clues and all kinds of different mechanisms. You have to figure out how to make them work. It feels like you're in a movie to some extent. Yeah. Yeah. You get an hour to work your way out of it. And if you go over, that's okay. You just find out later how badly you did. (laughs) So much fun. My kids loved it. And they've been asking for that for Christmas as another one. If you want to find those, you can find them all over Grand Rapids. There's a number of places that will do them. Out of the Box Games in Zealand has three different rooms. That's where we went. I've experienced two of those three. Both experiences have been great. We're gonna go back and catch that third one. It's about twenty five bucks a person.
1: You can have like up to twelve people in. I the think room, certain
2: right? rooms will have up to twelve people. So yeah. anyway, lots of ideas. We've got more. Haley, I just got news from the judges.
1: The judges.
2: Apparently, you have won oh, this year's contest. That. I think it's been stacked against me. <laughs> but why don't you take a quick victory lap? We got a little bit of time. You had more things on your list.
1: Okay, rapid fire. Uh, Nespresso machine. It's like keurig but for espresso right. a personalized photo book you can get them printed really easily way to capture memories good pair of hiking boots everyone needs those yeah
2: i like that that's fun yeah anything else
1: Uh, no
2: did i have anything else good on my list Nope. That's going to do it. (laughs) Anyway, we'll put all the links in the show notes for all the different things we talked about. You can find them there. You can also find this episode if you want to check it out again. And I can't imagine anybody not wanting to. Right. Find it at RepcoLite.com. Whatever you do today, make sure paint's a part of it. The RepcoLite and Port City paint stores are open until three. Waiting to help. I'm Dan Hanson.
1: And I'm Haley Johnson. Thanks for listening.